Welcome to the True Colors Podcast, where we share our views on life, relationships, and culture, exploring big questions and providing simple answers to them with your hosts, Jay Claire and Sally Olver. Welcome to True Colors. Welcome, Sally. <laughs> Welcome, Jason. <laughs> I'm trying to do like an inside voice at the moment because um, Why is I can't that? be too loud. Why is that? I have a four-month-old baby sleeping and a wife trying to sleep, so I'm trying to do inside voice, which I'm not very good at. But, you know, let's just highlight that you're obviously very committed to the show because although you've got a four-month-old baby and a wife that wants to go to sleep, here you are. Yeah, way late at 9.25. Oof, it's mm. late, bro. Mm. Times are changing. So uh, it's it's been it's been a very long time since we've spoken. It's well, been not, a little while. It's, it's spoken, been a little while. But since, but since we've we, done this, we speak nearly every day. <laughs> Almost. Yes, we, we speak all the you time. Get a WhatsApp of, or at least a WhatsApp of some kind. Ah, uh, constantly. I love that. Mm. Mm. I we we speak about random things. We check if um. The next nose ring is going to be <laughs> worthy. Yeah, I sent I uh, sent uh, Jason a a text today with a uh, superimposed nose ring, asking his opinion and his wife's opinion, and they both affirmed. You should just well, this leads into one of our discussion points. Anyway, yeah, uh, right, it sure does. How are you? I'm I'm very good. I am very very good. Life is treating me well, even though we've been going through this crisis called COVID nineteen, the pandemic. We had to have. I kind of feel like I I'm not. I don't have the right to comment on COVID because Western Australians, man, we got off unscathed. I mean, there were people. There were people that got sick. I'm not trying to like deny that, but really, we didn't have much of a lockdown. We really didn't. We had the panic. We had the panic. Like people were panicking flat out, but we we didn't have nearly as much uh, restriction as what the rest of the globe had. No way, because we're isolated. But even even if you look at Australia from a you know, a mortality side of things, you know, we've fared ex- extremely well. Like, oh. you know, it actually, in hindsight, it's like, oh, man, did we actually go too hard on those precautions? Because not many people died. Well, you know, <laughs> see, you and I, have, we've got differing opinions on this, hey? Like, I, you were not impressed at all with the restriction. That didn't, you, you weren't down. But for I me, was the opposite of down. You were the opposite up. of you were you were up. Mm. You weren't up. You weren't up. You were neither up nor down. <laughs> <laughs> you were just um, anti. You were you were very anti. But having said that, I'll, I'll mm. circle back to my point in a minute. Having said that, the restrictions that you had were much harsher than the restrictions that I had. So I bring my kid to a park, man. That yeah, was weird. Yeah. I mean, well, with all we, the like the security tape around the play equipment, it was just weird. And yeah, every we did, and every and every park that. has this big sign that goes, "1.5 meters. Make sure you understand social distancing. Otherwise, you'll get AIDS." 
but don't this is this is my point right and maybe i have this opinion because i didn't go through it as much as you did so i didn't reach that level of frustration but i was sort of like i kind of like that the government cares about its people Scam, to keep eh? them safe hey Scam. Scam. yeah i i was i thought that was cool to, his first innings the bushfires not so good mm. <laughs> Second innings, the COVID, he did okay. I mean, I think he did great. I mean, what what else are you going to do? What else are you mm. going to do? I thought, oh, I don't can't, know. And what do I know about politics? ScoMo's vaccines or something like that. It's <laughs> not going to work, is it? No. Oh, Scott, Scotty's in the lab. No, but see, I, I, I embraced the lockdown. I embraced lockdown because I thought... You went full mum. Ah. Oh, Slow mornings, late mornings, all my, my favourite people, apart from you, of course, but all my favourite people under one roof, all day, every day, awesome. I went through, I think I think I went through the whole um, grieving process through the lockdown, so it went like, so yes. you're at home and you have to work from home all the time, and I was yes. like, oh, this is, I, I don't like the feeling, this is not really good. And then, like, three weeks after, I was kind of anxious and, like, what's happening with the world? What's happening with my job? Yeah. And then, like, about five weeks later, I was like, oh, waking up late's pretty good. And then it went. Slowly acclimatising. And then, like, about two months out, I was like, actually, this is pretty good. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Now it's like, I don't want to go back to work. No. No. (laughs) I like last week I I I had a real struggle last week. Yeah. In that you know so we were we were thrust back into the normalcy of life because our kids at in WA our kids had to go back the start of term 2, right? So all the kids back that's fine. As the weeks went on, I started to go I really miss them. I just wish they were home more again. Like, when are we ever going to get the opportunity to to just be with our spouses mm. and kids? Like, and the other th- the other thing I will say though, the other thing I will absolutely under I, I get is the fact that I my know kids what you're about to say. <laughs> my kids are older. My yeah. kids are older than your kids as well, so they're a little bit more. Well, they're a lot more self sufficient. So we would have different experiences. Yeah, yeah. four-month-old and and four-year-old. And an 11-year-old. Yeah. No sufficiency at all. No, you need to get out. Unsufficient? Is that like a word? Absolutely not. Insufficient. There you go. That's that's right. English was not my first language. I keep reminding people this. Yeah. Because, you know, I want people to know if I get a word wrong, it's because... Bilingual. I was I was five years delayed in speaking English, so technically I'm thirty I'm thirty five in speaking years of English. What do you mean you were five years delayed? Well, I didn't speak English up until I was five. Yeah, <laughs> I never told you that story. No, 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 no. I that's funny that you say that because I didn't know this until I had kids, but I didn't speak English until I was two. Isn't that when you just start speaking or? <laughs> no, no, I spoke early. Does that surprise you? Why would that surprise me? Well, I'm a talkative human. 
Mm. I'm just feeling like that, you know, uh, when you have different children, um, you experience each one in a different way. Well, now that I've yeah. had two, I can only compare that to the first one. Yeah, yeah. And I must say, like, the second one is so much better than the first. It, you know, because you know what you're doing. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm more chilled. You're absolutely, and you know what? Oh, the baby's it crying. Is, There's not much I can do about that. <laughs> so. um, it's reflected in the kids. Like, Molly Bell is the most chilled out of the three of them because we just know what needs it, what needs a certain level of attention and what doesn't. Mm. Like, things like, you know, oh, then they're not sleeping. They have to sleep in our bed. It's like, by the third kid, you're like, dude, just get in. I ain't rocking you. I, I just, no. Just if you want to, if you want to sleep in the bed, just sleep. You know things like that that you realise that it's actually not that bad. It's 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 not going to harm them in any way. Not just that particular example, but there's a whole heap of examples that I could say that you're like, oh, you know, I, okay. So my kids were big. All my babies were big and they wanted food at like four or five months, four mm. months actually. And with Samuel, I did, I just, I was like, no, I can't. Like he has to have milk until he's six months. And then I was on the phone to a girlfriend who's got four, mu- four children oh, no. and she, too many. she too many. heard him, she heard him crying on the phone and she said, that kid is hungry. You got to feed him some solid food. And I said, oh, but the nurse said, I can't feed him until he's six months old. And she was like, rubbish, you know, feed him. And so I fed him, he stopped crying and he slept longer. From what age? Four months. Oh, I think we need to start feeding that boy. He's like Like, hanging for it, actually. I, your boy's screaming. He's not small. (laughs) He's not small. And I can say that because I had rotund children. Um, They need to, they need to eat. He's probably hungry. It would be interesting if you just give him a little bit of pumpkin or something to see if he stops crying. Let me give him some of that pouch food. Mm, oh, make the pumpkin. Squeeze it out. Throw, just boil it, uh-huh. mash it. It's not hard. Top That's hard. Actually, no, we've become quite good in the kitchen of recent times. Yeah, I uh, have no doubt. Yeah, we can cook. Like I've only learned how to cook food recently properly through online training. <laughs> Not training. I disagree like, with that. You have cooked for me before, and you, it was amazing. Was it? <laughs> Did I cook for you? I'm talking like 15, 20 years ago. Um, really? it was something like burritos or fajitas or something. Ah. It was good. Like, oh, really? really good. Yeah. Oh, wow. There you go. I think that's the only thing you've ever cooked for me, by the way. But, oh, no, <laughs> hang on. Hang on. You have made me a sandwich. Have I? Have I ever made you just a piece of steak? <laughs> oh, okay. Let me just extrapolate for our listeners. Go to Jason's one time. We're in our early 20s. Go there at around, I don't know, random time, 3 p.m. Dude sitting in his lounge room with a plate, a fork, a knife, and a hunk of meat. 
No vegetables. Not even fries. Just this hunk. It was a, it was a Napoleon Dynamite moment, if ever I've seen one in real life. That's what I did. That's what I did. That was real. That was a that was a hunk. Mm. It was the size of the plate, bro. There was no salad. Nothing to break it up. That's not good for your stomach. I think I'm a carnivore. Yeah, my Sammy is for sure. If he could just I, sit and eat meat. I, the only vegetable I really enjoy is probably potato. Is that even a vegetable? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's not it's it's a root vegetable, right? Yeah, but it's a vegetable. Is it? Yeah. This is this is a thrilling conversation, by the way. Uh... Oh, I'm, gl- <laughs> I'm glad. Do you think we should uh, get off our uh, vegetables and um, eating habits? Yeah. And start talking about the serious stuff. Yeah, like you know, we've we co-created a few questions that we're going to discuss this evening. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Tell me what those co-created questions are. Sure. Question <laughs> number one. <laughs> so. Ooh, wonder what the answers are. Yeah. No. There, there aren't no. There are no wrong answers. Oh, good. And, and there are no stupid questions, Jason. Oh. Uh-huh. No such thing as a stupid question, no. Sally. See, I think that's. I hate well, that. I, I think there terrible. are. I think there are stupid questions. That's another yeah. show. Uh So. I mean, hot topic. I don't know if you would call it a hot topic. Popular Maybe, trending. Trending. Uh, a current issue. That's mm. my maybe a better way to phrase it. Hot topic today's sounds like current. Today's current issue brought to you by Sally Over. No, brought to you by True Colors, which is a great segue into what I'm about to talk. So we have we have our views on we have the, views on our, on, our views. on our on the current Black Lives Matter. We're doing Black Lives Matter, are we? I don't know that we are. Okay. I think we're going to skid around it because you know we've only got like five listeners, so we don't want to reduce that. Um... <laughs> very pol- <laughs> it's a it's a very polarizing topic. Funny enough. Well, and I think I understand the polarization. Mm. There's, I, you know what? I think also, I will say this. I think that the range, the degree, and the range, and the variety of views, I feel, is reflective on personal experience. Mm. Okay, I think there's a it's directly proportionate, like people that are like, oh, nah, you know, it's over the top and whatever. Um, I just wonder how much, how close they are to the issue. Mm. I've I've noticed a lot of, this is actually going to sound kind of racist, but. um, Go on, do it. I've I've noticed a lot of vocal white people, Mm. like, which is interesting. So. I see different opinions from a, say, for example, a black person, say, just say in America, or mm. the scary people, the conservative people. 
but a black version of a conservative. And when they speak about it, like they speak, I find listening to some of these people, I find it like they're speaking through the language that I understand through, you know, statistics and yes, um, yes. and we had know, this conversation and 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 reason and understanding. Uh, so it makes sense to me. So I hear it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that that kind of, I get what the, this dude's talking about. When people just flail emotional diatribes, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Well, do so, we, okay. Do we want to touch on our discussion that we had over the phone the other day? Do we want to just kind of gloss over it? So look, you were I, saying, I, I, you were I, saying, I will, I, I will, I will give you my version of it, how I great. think everything is in about a minute. I hope okay. so. I think America as a country has a massive police brutality problem more than it has a racism problem. Like, and, and the reason why I say that is when I look at it statistically, I look at the numbers of, for example, um, the amount of people who are killed by cops, which is crazy to say there's a thousand people get killed by cops in America. Uh, but then you need to take um, the the step back and look at it from the amount of people that were killed who were not armed. And that's a very small percentage of those thousands. So when you think about it, mm. most of those people were killed by cops. It was like a gun against a gun. <laughs> yeah. So there's something going on there, but the ones that weren't like, that's an unarmed person. Um, the overuse of force is, is terrible in, in like more than one is too many. Do you know what I mean? So sure, when sure. you see the likes of, you know, the George Floyd incidents and the ones that have gone past, you're like, oh, yeah, mm. cool, I keep on seeing versions of the of this being the black person. But the thing that I've noticed recently that no one talks about is that white people are also killed by cops. So, sure, sure. And, and the biggest argument against that is pretty much that um, but black people are over, overrepresented as a um, – as a uh, – segment of the population so so i think they make up 14 percent or something of the american population um but i think of the uh the deaths are about 40 percent or something mm. whereas um so people are like well they're disproportionately killed and i'm like okay th that's a fair argument but then if you look at it from a crime uh, mm -hmm. perspective is you know all violent crime committed in america 50 percent of it is by the black community and a lot of mm -hmm. it is black people killing other black people like in oh, Chicago yeah. and stuff where they've got these gang wars and mm -hmm. you know, like hundreds of kids die every month or, mm -hmm. or even thousands. Uh, yeah. Hundreds, I would say hundreds are killed every month. Oh, it's, so, it's bad. It's, it's really bad. Yeah. And, and then you have a culture of America with guns and then you have mm. 800,000 people. Who Precisely. Are Precisely. There's and that's, 800, that's, there's, there's 800,000 of them. Like there's a lot of police there. So mm. You, do, you, you just do natural numbers and you're like, people getting in contact with the cops is going to be what ends up killing people on average. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of these, um, and a lot of these incidents have been people, like, I can agree that a lot of the stuff is way over the top, the way that people handle it. But the, the contributing factor more than anything else is people doing crime, as petty as it might be. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So um, you, can, you can agree, you can agree that people, committing crimes is not a good thing, but you can also see that way worse than that, I should mm. say, is the use of overuse of force as well. Um, but I think that's a systemic police problem, training problem, uh, people problem, mm. hiring problem, leadership problem, mm. the police. 
they're going to go hard on this stuff. They're going to be like, hey, we've got to cut this out. This person's fired. This, but if there's a zero tolerance to any of this stuff, and then people move on. Like, yeah. I think, I think the solution's pretty easy, actually. See, I don't because I think that I think you've 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 said it yourself is. It's a multifaceted issue. It's not mm. one thing or another thing. So you can say it's police brutality. You can say it's crime rate. You can say it's oh, um, the gun laws. You know, there are so many pieces to this puzzle, and that's why it's so complicated. And I think my my understanding. And we, this is where we kind of helped each other uh, the other day uh, understand from, you know, different points of view, which is, you know, I love we have these discussions, is you brought to me, you was like, but Sal, look, statistically this, and, you, you know, like you've got an argument for that. There's evidence, there's concrete evidence there for your argument, right? But then, like, I was, and that is, if, if you're talking strictly from a statistical viewpoint can't argue with that right mm. but what i was offering was that it's it's not i don't feel that we can just cap it as a statistical thing like like we were talking about um there is a you know studies have shown like epigenetics is something that is very real and what that is, is it is it is a generational thing because like traumas and uh, experiences have been shown to pass down in cells over time. Okay. Mm. So I feel like there is, and I'm going to say a legitimate anger, a legitimate grieving whether that represents as anger or not whatever there is a legitimate grievance in the black culture mm. because they have been oppressed now i understand that you know people go well is people, the, have, the, but people the, have been the oppressed all over the world okay fine but this is another this is why i'm saying it's so multifaceted no one's saying at no point did anyone say that another nation or another culture that's been oppressed can't rise up and do the same thing. Like mm. if you're going to put hashtag Black Lives Matter, no one ever said, so that just means black lives are more important. No one's saying that. What I think the point, what my take on it is you are talking about a people that have been oppressed. And I know there are definitely a lot of other nations, a, a lot of other peoples around the world that have been oppressed as well i'm not saying they're not that's where i think people miss the point mm. these this people let's just talk about this particular people have come from a line of brutal brutal oppression and it's in the psyche that has been passed down over generation generation in the psyche so one thing triggers it one thing triggers and you're going to get an up you're going to get a, an uprising it's not as simple as going oh you know heaps of other people are being shot it's not just george floyd that's such a simplistic way of looking at it it's not about that it's about a people trying to say we've had enough 
And and I don't think I don't think there's any black person that's saying just just stop police brutality for black people. I don't think they're saying that. I don't I, I'm not hearing that. Um, but I think maybe because it's what we see is that it's happening more in those communities that it's more prevalent. Maybe mm. is that the connection? Well, I I I I, I love that uh, angle that you sort of brought in for me, and I'm saying from that epigenetic is that what you call it um, angle, and I I 100% agree. Like I think um, I, I I put it from a perspective of um, I would phrase it more in, in, in the angle of how can the black community in America introspectively look at their own culture and understand. Um, that this may be part of their psyche. So what can they do to ultimately overcome that? Um, sure. So, so can you see how it's multifaceted? Yeah, that's, I, I that's, totally agree. That's, that's my point. Is but that's, uh, that's what I'm saying, and, and probably a lot to do with what I would suggest is a lot a part of the solution to the problem is saying, well, how um, – I hate this idea of where everyone, like, um, pisses on people who are above them and wants to bring them down. I, I think the better way of looking is saying there are people up here. We need to lift these other people up. Of course. That, and, 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 and how, and, and and how can we work together? Yeah. How can we work together? And that's not just leadership making decisions. That's people, as you say, rising up as well, saying we want to – like I'm, I'm not mad at the protesters. I've, I've got to say that out straight out the gate. I'm not mad at anyone who's marching, anyone protesting. They are having – that's their way of expressing. But I think if that's all you're going to do, that's not helpful. Have your say, absolutely, but then we need to see the change. Yeah, and this is and this is the thing that I, I wonder. It's like I, I like movements – like I understand the broad – see, when, it, when you say BLM or Black Lives Matter – I say from a sentiment standpoint is a hundred percent like it's like agree with that. Like there's nothing in my bones that has any problem with that as a sentiment and as a saying. What I have not enjoyed is what's happened to it as a sort of pseudo political movement. Like rather than it being about, yeah, cool. Um, I want to know what as a whole, what they want to do to, to fix yeah. all the problems of the black people. Yeah. Not like, Oh yeah, cops are bad. Yeah, blah blah. It's like, yeah, cool. We get that. Everyone knows that. It's it's not it's not news, and we need to fix that hardcore. But what else do we need to fix? Not let's. What else is there? There's heaps yeah. that we can fix. Yeah. So let's look at it holistically and say, cool. A part of all these problems are A, B, C, D, E. You know that E part where cops are killing people. We need to fix that. But <laughs> we also need to do D, do we, do we uh, C. B and A as well. So because um, it's a big, it's a yeah, it's a big problem. You said it's multifaceted. So how do Absolutely. you chip away at all those different areas? And I, 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 I don't know, and that's why I have no interest in politics because I actually don't have an answer, and that's why I have very little opinion on what world leaders, the choices world leaders make, because I don't follow politics, and the reason I don't follow politics is because I don't feel like I'm ever getting an honest answer. Like I tried and I actually yeah. really enjoy, I actually really enjoy politics. I think it's fascinating and it's brilliant and it's smart and it's interesting. But my problem with it is I'd never felt like I was getting a tr the truth. Mm. You know, like how people, like they'll be prime minister or, or um, 
uh, or president or whatever, and they're like this, 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 and then they their term ends, and then they write a book, and you hear all the real stuff, and you're like, <laughs> that's the person I wanted to know. Like I actually like you now. Yeah, yeah, why it's quite interesting you say that. You, you know what I mean? Like that's why I don't have an opinion on on what le- world leaders do or say because number one, I'm not them. Number two, I don't have their job. I couldn't do their job. And number three, I never feel like I'm being told the whole truth anyway. So I just kind of, not that this is the right thing, but I kind of bury my head in the sand a little bit because I'm just like, well, I'm not getting, I'm not getting the true story anyway. So. Hmm. Well, well, this is a thing that I, I look into a lot more now and I ask, um, the, the way to try and understand anything, I think, is to understand uh, what is it. Com- that's how I do. I work everything out by like compared to what. So I need the perspective to understand. Sure, that's um, how your that's how your that's how your brain works. Yeah. So th- so I think about like from an issue standpoint, I'm like, okay, cool. I understand that that's a problem, but compared to what, and it sounds it sounds weird that you think about human issues that way, but that's unfortunately just how I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not it's not at a an attempt we, we to ha- disrespect we have anything. To have, we have to have difference in in processing and difference of opinion, otherwise we'll never grow. Yeah. We have to. It's the way that it it's the way that it's it's handled. Mm-hmm. You and I we disagree on stuff all the time, but we handle it in a way that's respectful and honoring and open. And then we both grow from it. You know what? We Our should be prime <laughs> And we can build this world together. Ebony <laughs> and ebony. Uh, ebony and caramel. Oh, okay. Um, so this is, and this is what I mean by a political movement and things, just, just stupid things coming from it. And I'm like, do you just lose the point of what you're talking about? Look, there is so, definitely, there is definitely um, a mob mentality element to it. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but again, I'm not, I'm, I don't hate that. I'm not mad at that. But because even like it, stuff like, I hate when I hear a slogan like, "Silence is violence," and I'm like, <laughs> "Come on, mate. Yeah, have you have you got a brain in there? Knock, knock, knock." Silence is violent. So if you don't have an opinion on something, you're now violent. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a stretch, isn't it? Yeah, a stretch. Well, I my think my shit th- doesn't stink, Sally. Is I less think, true than that. I think what they're saying is if you're passive. I don't think that I don't think that's relating to if you have no opinion. You're, I don't think if that. If you're on the fence. If you're on the what? No, you're no, 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 no. No, no. I think it's like if you have, if you do have an opinion, and you're not voicing that, but still violent. That's that's extreme. <laughs> okay, and then my next follow up to that is, listen to this headline. Do you, have your kids ever been into Paw Patrol? Uh, they very briefly. So you know it's a, a, a kid's car. Oh, yeah, come on, bring it. Yep. For it. So this is this is the headline. I guarantee mm. you will be shocked and amazed at the same time. Corp Patrol's cartoon dog Chase targeted by protesters amid Black Lives Matter movement. So to give some context, Chase is a puppy superhero dog 
who has a police outfit. So he is now offensive. So are we just not going to have police now? <laughs> Ever? Did, you, did you hear about those places in America that they want to defund the police? And I'm like, this is a, it's a bad choice you're making America right now. <laughs> defund? Yeah. How is I'm that like, how is that gonna how is that gonna address police brutality? We should defund Parliament because they never do anything good for us. <laughs> See, I told you this is why I don't listen to politics. Slippery slide. Yeah, it so is. so yeah what do we do? It's it's obviously a very like 2020. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 2020 <laughs> vision to see all the shit in the world. Like mm. that's what's going on. Even yeah. though the world, I, I say this to people all the time. So do you know actually how awesome the world is? Oh, I wish, I wish more people would think that. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good, but there's a lot of pain as well. There's Compared a lot of pain. To what? There's a lot of, come on, man. You can't be that <laughs> rose colored. There's a lot of, you know, there's poverty, there's crime, there's abuse, there's... I mean, I'm not going to sit and dwell on it, but that's a reality. Yeah. Hunger. That is a reality. Yeah, like, I, 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 like this is why I say statistically, when, whenever I hear, like, you know, me complaining about COVID bans, they're like, that's ridiculous yeah. when you put it oh, in perspective. We like... Totally. But then I flip it and say, are you so scared about... You don't want you don't want people to die. You don't want to you know like so the thing with COVID is like I was like well, let's just everyone go out and see you know what this. happens. <laughs> you're not the you're not the only person that had that view. There were a lot who were just like let's just you know what's the worst that can happen? COVID. COVID's the worst that can happen. Nah. Well, well, the way I look at it is that statistically, you know, statistically, yeah. I'm like if you're so if you're so if you're so worried about people dying. What are you doing about the 3.1 million children that die every year from hunger? What are you Come doing? Come on. What are you doing? Fair question. So if you're worried about other people dying from a virus, I think it's more that you're afraid of dying from the virus. Don't say it about other people. Just say, I'm afraid of dying. That's fine. But say that. Don't say you're, you're scared for other people. That's dumb. So there are no dumb questions, but they're dumb responses. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so what else were we going to talk about? We, we, we've well, got to touch on stereotypes and stuff like that. Is that what we're well, doing I, here? I, well, we, we kind of, we kind of, I nah. think we, uh, we might save that for another discussion, bro. I think I we think had some so. good, I think we had some meaty discussion just then. We weren't yeah, we, going that, to. I was, I was BLM, afraid. BLM podcast. I was afraid. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I'm like, you know what? No, I may, I, it's okay for me to have an opinion. You know what um, What bizarre thought I was having inside my head? I was like, am I, like, brown enough to talk about this openly or? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what I don't get. I'm like, yeah, oh, this... I yeah, we are. We are? Yeah, I got it. I am the biggest mongrel in the world. I can talk about everyone. Well, do you know, today, 
Sam's got a girlfriend. All we know is her name's Jasmine, right? Nate comes into me, goes, Mum, I found out Jasmine's white. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, we're going to keep her? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm sure she's a very lovely girl. Mm-hmm. No, um, he's like doing the. How does how does how does Matt? Matt's pretty 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 bronzed himself. So you're going in just like a bronzed family, really. Yeah, we are, we are bronzed. We are kissed by the sun. Yeah. Mm, mm. I, I am I am waving the brown flag. Like I, I, I was like trying to look at my kids the other day. I'm like, yeah, Lucy, you're pretty white. And yeah, your kids are your kids are. Uh, I think Bowie's a little bit darker. He's, he's got a bit of bronze. I call him the bronze Buddha. Because <laughs> he's round and bronzed. <laughs> oh, I haven't even seen him. Why don't we, why don't you hit me with some of An these unpopular, un, unpopular I'll just give you, I'll, I'll give you one. All right. Um, cake is not that good. I think it's overrated. Really? I think cake's overrated. Unless it's like a really quite gourmet, I think it's overrated. You know what I think's overrated? Do you know what? I, uh, chocolate cake. I think it's stupid. Unless it's like a mud cake, it's like rich. And you, It's like eating chocolate. Is that what you mean? No, it's like eating just crumbs that are brown. I, I don't like chocolate cake. Unless it's really, really chocolate. It's got to be rich. Otherwise, I'm just like, yeah, nah. Name me three things you'd take over cake as a dessert. Oh, my my all-time favourite's apple crumble. Apple crumble, hot apple crumble with ice cream, number one. Yeah, I really, really, really like pavlova. Oh, yuck. I love it. And... Sweet. That's when you like it. Yeah, I don't like the sweetness, but I like the texture of the crumbly and the. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and hmm? and. Oh, before you go, the one I don't understand, trifle. I'm like, what the hell is that shit? Just <laughs> layers of crap that they chuck in the fridge. It's like, it's like, okay, what, what do we have in our fridge? Yeah, just put a just put a layer of that. And then another layer of something, and then put custard, and then jelly, and then another layer of something. Surf. It's like white people dessert. <laughs> and you can put fruit in it or lollies. <laughs> fruit and jelly. That's an unpopular opinion, but definitely no. Fruit and jelly is like pineapple on pizza. No. Keep your fruit and your savouries separate. Mm. We are very strong on this opinion. I need you number three. I think it's cake. I think if you can't think of anything, cake is your number three. Dessert? Yeah. What about so what about something like a chocolate mousse or something? What are you talking about? Chocolate mousse is good? What's wrong with chocolate mousse? What's your beef with the mousse, man? What about chocolate pudding? I don't even know what that is. Um yeah, but see how it's like the that's just like hot cake, right? <laughs> but it's more chocolatey. It's not just like 
capered right. brown. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. The yeah, the dryness, man. Can't do it. Like, mm. yeah, no, I'm all right. I'm good. All right. I, on that note. On the on the dry. Call it, call it a call it a a night in honour of. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. So in honour of nothing. Um, America. Yeah. Uh, you got to sort some to, shit out. Yeah. Good to see ya. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Hopefully it was an enthralling discussion for everyone out there. And um, uh, if you enjoyed it, <laughs> please subscribe. We're now up to 85 subscribers. Nearly at 100, Sally. Oh, whoa! It's good. Once you hit that triple figures, you know you've made it in YouTube land. No, not even close. <laughs> if we mon- if, if we monetize our videos right now, we'd make like ten cents a year. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. But you know what? We don't do it for that. We don't do it for we don't do it for approval. We don't do it for likes. We don't do it for numbers. We don't do it for money. We do it because it's something that you and I can do together. Collaboratively over the nullable flame. Yeah, I um, definitely said that wrong. Collaboratively. Well, plus we would have been talking anyway, so yeah. yeah. So it works out. We just record oh. it. All right, Salsa. You enjoy the rest of your week and let's try and keep going on a bit of a vibe yeah let's do it bit of a marbo yep all right see you dude (laughs) (laughs) bye